pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. All things are always working together for your good, but it's from the center of your universe. So where is the center of your universe? Well, it's a lot closer than you may think. In fact, the center of your presence is closer than a breath away for living your best life in three, two, one. Hi, greetings, KB creators all around the world in all four corners. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us for another adventure of attracting our best lives. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com and the website is stephencanyon.com. Miss Maggie, greetings, my best friend. Oh, greetings. I said it the other day and I'm going to say it again. You are wearing today quite nicely. You really the, thank you. <laughs> the cool air and fall Again. colors look so stunning on you. Oh, you're so kind. You're yeah. so sweet. The, the kind of overcast sky is reflective in your eyes today. <laughs> and, well, you're yeah, so extra. And your hairs. <laughs> all of your hairs. I love your drama. <laughs> oh, I got a question for you. Uh-oh. Have you ever flown a what? kite? Oh yeah. Because that's something we've not done together. We, I, we have never flown a kite oh, together. Yeah, I absolutely have uh, quite quite a few times. Did Usually you, at the beach. Oh, yeah. Beach. That's a great place to do it. Yes. Every child needs to fly one. And I was just thinking of yeah. your niece. Do you, has she? Do you know oh, yeah, she's, she has. She's flown a kite. I think also at the beach. There <laughs> it's is, nice and windy there. But isn't there yeah. something about holding on to a string oh. that's tugging on uh, tugging at your hand? And the other end of it is hundreds so and hundreds of feet up in the sky. It's pretty magical, yeah. I think so. Absolutely. I want to get fly a kite. <laughs> Bye, everyone. We're is this a good to... season for I mean, you know, you think of flying a kite in the springtime or even in the summer, but I think flying one in the fall. Fall is kind of windy. Fun. If you can get the right colors yeah. on your kite, maybe. Oh, yeah. That sounds add nice. To the, add to the display in the, the sky of the leaves. and. Would you ever go hang gliding? I guess that's like the ultimate kite. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? That's funny. You should ask. I was actually part of a hang. I was a member of a hang gliding club. Me what? and a friend of mine. I was in a hang gliding club. Did you actually hang glide? Oh no! But I was in the club. <laughs> well, I was six. We were sixteen years you old. Had the the t shirt. Yeah, uh. and a, a friend of mine, Randy, and I, we joined the hang gliding club. And uh, Tommy Thompson was the 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 leader of the club. And we met, I think, two, two, maybe three times and talked about going to, where were we going to, we were going to go down to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, where they first, where uh-huh. the Wright brothers flew their plane. We were going to go fly down off some dunes. And um, before we, I think it was just the weekend before we left, I got a mm-hmm. call or heard that Tommy had been drafted into the Vietnam War and we wouldn't oh, be going. Lord. So that was the you end know, of I have our to say, Steve, club. That sounds 100 100- 100% mm. made up. <laughs> well, it's, it, something sounds just so detailed. It has to be true, right? Tommy Thompson and the Hang Gliding Club. Yeah. Vietnam. Kitty uh, Hawk. Now, I did make kites out <laughs> of... I made a kite out of a newspaper. Did it, just took it work? And, no, it didn't work out very well either. <laughs> you're, so, not, you're like zero for... Uh, <laughs> Four and O or something. Where could we even buy a kite? Are they? They don't even sell them, do they? Now around yeah, here, yeah, you can anyway. get them at um, you can get them at Walmart, Target. They sell them in the uh, toys, the toy section. Well, after the podcast, let's go 
I think we should. Let's go. Let's go buy a kite. Let's go buy a kite. Yeah. Yeah. That? Oh, that's um, Mary Poppins. It sure is. All right. Well, so anyway, today let's talk about the center of presence. Presence. That was so much nonsense. And not the gift of presence, but being present, the center it. of presence. Mm. Because, you know, I have actually been receiving some requests over the last several months, quite yeah. a few, in fact, from some of our listeners. You have. Yeah. Asking if I would begin sharing more on kinetic belief, um, that the actual workings of it, how does it how do we actually do that? I guess mechanics. The, the mechanics of yes. it. And so how do I actually move into the position of kinetic belief? And I have often talked about the meditation of affirmations we have, and we go there, in fact, at the end of each of these podcasts. But there is still a centering that I personally move into that positions me for receiving through the the power of kinetic belief. And so I'm going to begin to purpose to begin talking uh, and and taking a somewhat deeper journey for observing kinetic mm. belief on a more Great. regular basis. So we're going to we're going on this mutual adventure of discovery and it's well it's a safari, isn't it? I love safari. It's safari for revelation knowledge. And and on this great adventure with each new discovery, with each new observation, change always comes. Transformation simply becomes you. So today, the center of presence, you know, as human creators attracting the substance of our belief to form, we don't actually wake up one day and just do things differently because we made the decision to change. Now, that's the idea of it. A lot of people think that all I need to do is just decide to change. Well, what if, happened to you? If only. What happened to you? <laughs> well, I decided to change. No, it doesn't work that way. Change does become you, however. Yes. But not because you decided just to change. Yes. That so, would be so nice, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tuesday is so different than Monday. Right. Because <laughs> I got up and decided I'm just going to be a different person. No, it's fine. I'm a different person. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the deal. No more yeah. than a tree feels the warmth of sunshine on a new day and just decides that, hmm, I think that today I'm going to grow a little taller, sprout a few more leaves and just reach a little further. Who I know, photosynthesis. <laughs> right. I'm going to do that today. <laughs> right, right. Not really. No, look. Good point. Growth is naturally attracted to the passive life, which is a life form outside of awareness like the tree. It's just it's a passive mm. life of expression. And growth is just natural byproduct of that on the singular path to advance. A tree, for example, simply develops in alignment with its genius of purpose. It has the seed for that growth that is continually developing and expanding to become more without the tree being aware of itself. The autonomy nature of a passive life is to develop for more life. So, and that's part of creation. That is part of being aligned with an expanding universe. Life is to develop and advance and to grow. Mm. The only distraction to the original intention for its purpose, in this case, the tree would just be for corruption to show up on the scene from a source without rather than within. For example, a forest fire or a tree beetle, a lumberjack, something other than the tree itself would be an interruption to the original intention and function of that tree to become. Right. So here we have what we're beginning to understand is the 
the passive intention for the original development of a life form versus mm-hmm. where we're about to enter into, and that's the the subjective um, uh, observation of us human beings that were developed with a sense of awareness. Mm, so, so all of life that's not human life is passive. It just it just is, and it grows and it develops to become what it was meant to become. Yes, and but even so, there there is a caveat for every passive form to advance mm. in alignment with its genius of purpose. Life for every spiritual being having a natural experience is not passive to the extent that we may create some kind of destructive path for ourselves rather than just for something else or someone else. Right. We can we can burn to the ground our genius of purpose simply with the words that we speak, for example. Uh, we can create beetles of destruction or become the lumberjack of our own demise, right. cutting ourselves down to the quick. How many of you know that you can be your own worst enemy? <laughs> Present. Ding, ding. Yeah, so... Yes. The substance of our belief, which is beautifully unique to the human experience, will either attract abundance or it will entangle us with an active resistance to the original intention for our expansion, for our genius of purpose. Now, for those of you who are not new to kinetic belief, you've already experienced the transforming power of revelation knowledge. Growth becoming you, wealth becoming you, good health becoming you, peace, joy, love, all of these positive advancement attributes becoming you. You've experienced that. And it's through the power of observation, as we know, that the 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 constructs of imagination that we grow to develop and change from the present to the future, that tomorrow becomes different than today. It may seem like you get up the same way, put on your pants the same way, tie your shoes and head out the door exactly the same way this morning that you did yesterday, but something's happened and something's developing and changing and you can't quite put your finger on it. So, but it's within the center of our genius of purpose while purposefully enjoying our best lives within the moment of now that we are effectually attracting this change into our lives. Now, change, remember, can be either good or bad, but change is inevitable. So what's the mechanism that's determining the direction of our change? You know, according to the standard Big Bang model, the universe was born Uh, during a period of inflation that began about 13 billion years ago. And like a a, a rapidly expanding balloon, it expanded from a size smaller than an electron. Just an electron. It was the very beginning of it all. Imagine that a seed contained all there is Mm. within a space smaller than a subatomic particle to almost its present size within a tiny fraction of a second. Mm. The universe has also been increasingly becoming more dynamic in its diversity through the process. In other words, the original seed of creation, right there in the beginning, continues to expand with inflation. It's continuing to develop. It's continuing to advance and to grow. Now, not only has it been continually expanding, but it's also growing in its complexity. So it's not just consuming more space and territory. But something else is happening in the complexity and the diverseness of creation. Right. The nature of passive expansion 
can be found in the evolution of life forms to change while growing to become even greater in distinction and adaptability. Quantum theory has traced passive expansion from the moment of the Big Bang, from the very first moment of singularity to the diverse multiplicity of life that we can observe today. And here we are, right now, today in this present moment, contemplating what it all means. We're sitting here going, well, (laughs) aware of all this stuff. Now, think about that. What is the purpose of all of this? Why does there even have to be a purpose? You know, when I look at my own life, you know, hindsight being 2020, I can I can see a very clear path that my desires created for me. I mean, I, I can see that my purpose is being perfected. As my good choices have been becoming me, they've been opening doors for me and, you know, just moving obstacles, if you will, from from my path. Yeah. You know, this this is the stepping off point from science to meaning. This is where this is where we begin to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Even <laughs> even Stephen Hawking said that there is no mathematical model that could ever give us the answer to purpose. Awareness is unique to spiritual beings having a natural experience, and it's through the observation of oh gosh, you know the stars that we see at night, the day sky, uh, the grasses that you and I are walking along beside on our our hikes every day. Mm. Um, all these things that we expand beyond ourselves, it, it allows us to move from um, the inner passive self, and, and it makes us uniquely different from all other forms of creation. It's the sampling of the more from where we are that stretches us to become more, to advance more, to live more. And so it's the curiosity for the discovery of a purpose then that is self-evident. It's from within. It's to question the without from the center of our own purpose. And it's from without, it's to question the within. And so it's the moment of these questions of awareness that we discuss through these podcasts and our conversations that all of us talk about and consider and ponder that then fulfills our purpose. So awareness is always now. Likewise, not to question, not to observe, not to have a curiosity, um, is to remain elusive to the now, removed from the peaceful present and the project and, and projected into the subjective reality of unconsciousness. In other words, as we are each created in the image of God, we have within ourselves the creative ability to experience whatever we should choose to observe and then believe and then for that to become us. I love that. Whatever we should choose to observe. Um, You know, so we should choose good. I choose love. I choose happiness. I choose joy. (laughs) Let's choose to observe (laughs) these things. I mean, I meditate to observe these things. That's why I love you so much. (laughs) I like your choices. Yay. (laughs) But, But, But there it is. It is a choice. You know, that's, I love how you're sort of marrying this idea of this passive function, like you begin the podcast with, um, with the choice that we have as well, the choice to be in that original state that uh, fosters growth. And when you look around and you recognize, first of all, it is a choice. Yes. Boy, what a mess my choices have made of things. Maybe I'm a victim. 
maybe somebody did this to me. Well, that's convenient, isn't it? I was going to say, that's very convenient. <laughs> so, and it's funny because we're so quick to say that, um, and yet we're the, com- we're the only common denominator. Don't want to take the blame, right? <laughs> right. No, but look, on this planet, transformation from less to more is the creative task for every good purpose for living our best lives. Mm-hmm. To experience the delightfulness of purpose, we move into the awe of every observation. And a genuine gratitude for each form of expression we, that we may choose to meditatively observe aligns us with the favor of God for more of ourselves, to become greater, to experience more, for more life, for more liberty, and for more freedom, and for more health and joy, happiness, love, relationships. The self-centered self by the way, is not contrary to popular belief, an inward meditation for more. The life force of more actually releases from the ego the care and concern for increase. Mm. It's releasing that the, the, the fear and the worry and the doubt that I'm going to increase. The centering of peace, love, and light, it opens our consciousness to the expanse of, of awareness and the appreciation of our environment. The gratitude for what is, for the garden of our growth, for the pleasantness of nature as she is in her original state of being. All of these are the attitudes of life. All of these are the attitudes for the abundance of the more. And the essence of the joyful, eternal soundings that pull at the soul, the delightful yearning for more. The enduring posture of transformation, it actually, it, it really truly rests in the center of peaceful patience. Patience, think about that. Trust leads us there in this sense of being present in patience and the deep breath of joy. Well, it just keeps us there. It keeps us from removing ourselves from that centered place of peace through the frantics of looking for the safety of protection to go and hide in the forest of other ideas. No, reality is what we believe it to be. All things possible already exist. There's nothing new under the sun. And only the final arrangement of things is yet to be done. And we've been given the task of being the arrangers. Right. We can arrange our life as we so choose it to be. Isn't that a marvelous thing to consider? Mm, Yes. It's amazing, isn't it? Refreshing. Hopeful. We have been given the seed of authority and dominion to be able to arrange Mm. all things into a manner that we should choose, as you were saying. So the abstract of noise, that's just the distracts from living life. Unless we allow those to be what they are. No, confusion is the conjecture of things from multiple instances. One suggestion here, one opinion over there, one other choice over there, another idea over there. It's a flea market of confusion if you consider it to be so. But absence, the peace of presence and silence of thought, condemnation just then fills the void from this multiplicity of possibilities that surround us as we go through our day considering the judgments and the negativities of the world around us. And in each case, what's not authentic actually distracts the original toward doubt and toward worry and toward fear. Only the original is true. 
but the original as it is cannot be experienced outside of awareness. Observed from the present, like you and I have been talking about so much here in the last several days. Observed from the present moment, from the now, every true thing, well, it becomes possible, easily entreated and comprehensible to the present mind. All things are now. That's the, the caveat. There, there is no thing that is yet to come or that has not already been. So it's the observation of all things as we should choose as they are that attracts to form what already is. The presence of gratitude equals the presence of the abundant life. So it's in the present moment of now that we practice gratitude. That's it, isn't it? We're not simply hoping for more and being thankful for the more that we hope to show up. We are we are meditating in the spirit of gratitude in the present moment of now. Not just hoping for the more and, be, and planning on being grateful when the more shows up. That's exactly right. And I love how yes. you also use the word, um, we're not considering those things. That word really popped out at me because isn't that it? You know, to consider, to consider the worry, to consider the negative outcome. You know, you know I imagine taking a bite of some food that you really don't like and you just sort of continue to chew on it for no reason. You know, we just allow these things to roll around in our minds and in our thoughts and and we're just chewing on it and chewing on it. And it's something we shouldn't have even looked at in the first place. It shouldn't even be, like you said, a consideration. And it's not to say, that's correct. And it's not to say that those things don't exist in thought form. Right. But what we are able to do on purpose and with practice as well is with to remove practice. ourselves from the semantics or from mm. being consumed by those other alternatives. Yes. And rather than um, uh, what we do then is we rise above it to be observers of those things that do exist as options and by not being not allowing ourselves to succumb to those we can just simply observe them as they go by. That's so good. You're not being a denialist. You're you're simply making the choice of, I observe these things, I see them, but I have the power of choice. We do that with negative thoughts. We observe them without become over, <laughs> over being overcome by them in the same way that we would observe uh, negative emotions and feelings, yes. rather than allowing those to become us, you just observe them and, and recognize them for what they are. Yeah. Acknowledgement is not acceptance. Correct. That's so it's great. the energetics of doubt, mm-hmm. worry, or fear that creates a lens for every observation. Right. The spectacle is viewed through a lens of belief. It attracts the prism of like-kind constructs. And so this is the way of every endeavor. This is the way of living our best life for the kinetic believer. And the suggestion that all is well, for example, is simply relative to all is not. So the choice then becomes ours, the arranger of these things. And in a universe that was bellowed from the point of suggestion, from that very first moment that we were talking about, the absolute truth rests with the eyes of, in the eyes of the beholder, whose kinetic belief will then make well or make unwell or have doubt and fear and anxiety or trust and faith and belief. And um, absolute truth is relative to the subjectiveness of belief. And this is who we are. So we're not here to, to discover what an outcome may be so much as we are here to create what the outcome should be. Yes. The requirements of which are expounded uh, within the peace of now. 
The largest space for a place for us to occupy is in the presence of the now constructed from the energetics of peace. Wow. Yes. Absolute truth is relative to the subjectives of belief from that place. And so, you know, I meditate each morning and I, as you know, I do it frequently throughout the day as you do too. And so for the, and we do this for the purpose of observation. And I love it when our, our soul paths interconnect in that place of meditation and observation, which we have, you know, developed in over the years. And I look within to determine the without. And it's from this place of perspective that enlightenment becomes me. And so knowing that the original intention for life is to live, I choose to live for my life. And I make that choice over and over again and again each day. And each time that I'm faced with the alternative to choose not to live or to live, I make the choice for life. I make the choice Mm -hmm. for abundance. I make the choice for increase and to advance my mind, body, and soul. I make the choice for curiosity. When I find myself not being interested, I stop and say, no, I choose curiosity Mm -hmm. over complacency. There is simply life, which is beyond what I could be, yet is all that I am. So I choose for my purpose to live the abundance of life. And by doing so, I interconnect and I align myself with the life of the universe, of expansion, growth, and development. Because it is a choice that you and I and all of us creative creators were fashioned with and placed on this earth to develop and to grow within. So we can choose to be a victim or we can choose life or we can choose death. We can choose positivity or we can choose negativity. We can choose to trust and to be gracious and be full of gratitude in the moments of awakening, in those conscious moments of awareness or just we can also choose to check out and become deafened to the idea of possibilities for more. Mm -hmm. There is an old proverb that says, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Sounds really simple, doesn't it? (laughs) But doesn't that, that points to the the power of presence. The power of right now, yeah. The creative power of presence. Restoration. Mm -hmm. Beginning to start over again and not being held back by the bad choices and decisions that were made yesterday. We can start over every single day all new and and fresh. You know, it's when we consider that every moment is the first and and we live in this manner that adds rings to the span of our existence. And our existence simply becomes us to become more rather than to decrease and become less. And I have to say in those moments of being present and fully committing to a new idea of manifestation, I'm always amazed at the the quickness, the how fast change really can happen when we're fully committed and we're remaining present. Absolutely remaining present. In other words, you know, we've often heard got to watch where you're going plan ahead <laughs> look at the path ahead to, to to see where you are headed and it's actually look where you are take time to look where you are not where you're going don't look where you've been just simply look where you are yeah observe and in that place in that moment of being 
plan on being grateful for all there is. Yes. Because then that carries us into this boundless fullness, richness of possibilities where mm-hmm. all is well, yeah. all can be well, and <laughs> we connect ourselves yeah. we can live to in life that place. itself <laughs> and align ourselves with yeah. that, right? Yes. Well, let's work on some affirmations let's work on and it. let's let's work <laughs> on this and let and let life become us just say this out loud say my presence is powerful to being me my presence is powerful to being me by living in the present by living in the present i experience the truth of me i experience the truth of me all that i am all that i am strengthens me strengthens to me authentic Make me authentic. To make me authentic. My journey has shown me many things. My journey has shown me many things. Most of which. Most of which. I am love. I am love. Right now. Right now. I am abundance. I am abundance. I am perfect health. I am perfect health. The present moment contains every possibility. The present moment contains every possibility. And today I am. Today I am. With enthusiastic presence. With enthusiastic presence. In this moment. In this moment. My presence is original. My presence is original. It's beautiful. It's Beautiful. And without flaw. And without flaw. My presence is full of light. And my presence is full of light. Happiness and joy. Happiness and joy. Being present in the now. Being present in the now. In every moment. In every moment. Gives me clarity for choosing new experiences. Mm-hmm. Gives me clarity for choosing new experiences. Right now. Right now. Is where the power of my kinetic belief exists. Is where the power of my kinetic belief exists. I am centered. I am centered. At rest. At rest. And calm in this moment. And calm in this moment. As I remain in the present moment. As I remain in this present moment. All good things are available to me. All good things are available to me. Every present moment. Every present moment. In my life. In my life. Is a fresh beginning. Is a fresh beginning. And for that. And for that. I am truly grateful. I am truly grateful. I'm truly grateful for today's podcast, Stephen. I feel so buoyant. And much like last time, light years down the road from just 30 minutes ago. Um, If you want to check out the Guided Journal, the Genius of Purpose Workbook, or look for upcoming events, you can do that at stephencanyon.com. And don't forget to follow Stephen on Instagram at stephencanyon for daily encouragement as well. And by the way, and we've had some requests for the journal and from some different places around the world where they were having some difficulty, I think, getting the book. And so go to the website. If you don't have it in the bookstore, they're close to you. Yeah. You can download the digital You version. can download or we do global shipping as well, but that can all be found at stephencanyon.com. That's it. Sending out much love and, yeah. and light to all the KB creatives <laughs> all, all over the you. world. Lots of love to everyone. And thanks as usual, Steve. For hey, everybody, let's go fly a kite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.